Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your hosts, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Lance, how's it going? It is a beautiful, beautiful August day, Al. We're going to do some fun stuff this afternoon. Life is good. We're, we're, we're weeks away from a, a building permit. We're weeks away from, from, from breaking ground on a 18-month, and then I would even say a, a bigger than that, like a lifetime goal yes. of becoming architect as developer contractor. Yes. Um, it, so congratulations to you. You just opened a piece of mail that says you're a class B contractor, Woo-hoo! which means you're like slightly less than a class A. Slightly like you, less. Can't really do a can't really do a skyscraper. <laughs> but anyway, restricted. Uh, that's perfect. It it comes in. Uh, that's amazing. Congratulations. You're an architect. Now a contractor. Yep. Class B contractor. I think yep. I said developer. Yep. yep. Um, Class B contractor. Exactly. And yeah. and and we're we are soon to be developers. I know we keep saying that we are, but in my world, I think I think where it's at is financing. Once the financing is in order, then it's like okay, you guys have proved yourselves that you are you know like that's sort of like I would say the license to build, right? I mean the license to uh, the license to develop. You need yeah. the money. <laughs> I lo- sometimes I stop telling my wife like these little milestones because last night she actually had a good conversation piece and I didn't want to interrupt because it was late. And then I was, went to sleep afterwards, but like, Oh, I signed the mylars, you know, like that's another, there's so many of these little steps. So I think and, we already and, opened a business. It's called, it's our developer business F12. We already put thousands and thousands of dollars in there, spent thousands and thousands of dollars on land. So like in my mind, we're already a developer. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. You know like, what I'm saying? There's a so million like, little steps. Exactly. There's a million little steps and I do the same thing. I do the same thing with my wife and the, my kids because what will happen is like we'll be at the office and you and I talk about this stuff all day long with all the guys. So then like sometimes I get all of that stuff out already. Yeah. So, you know, in a way I'm not bringing work home and that's good. Right. But then I get in trouble. <laughs> same thing. <laughs> I, I'm literally the same boat. Yeah. Because Why didn't wife, you tell me about because that? Because my wife wants to know. You know, and, and I'm like, so she's gotten used to me saying, like, I have a, I basically preface everything with, hey, uh, if I already told you this, I'm sorry. If I haven't already told you this, I'm sorry. I, I talk to a lot of people. And you now I kind of even don't have to. I, 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 I should. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even if know. If I have, I, F, you know, just, just say, like, <laughs> some, uh, yeah, yeah. Trigger warning, I, F, got a blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That's true too. I I do have that with my wife because sometimes she's like, "Why didn't you tell me that?" Oh my god, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why I didn't. But so that leads into congratulations on that. We'll talk about the development. But now I want to talk about hiring. Have you heard about um, hire slow, fire fast? Yes. Right. A lot of times we do not have the luxury to hire slow. Yeah. So almost most of our employees are. There's two ways we hire. One is interview, you know, five people pick one. Hey, can you come in tomorrow? Yep. The other way is it's students and, and we go, okay, we'll see if we have work, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then they're hired and then, okay, can you come in and work tomorrow? Right. So now that literally you have contractor's license, basically permits are done. We're just wrapping up formalities, basically financing could come in at, at any moment you could be on the job site 
totally dedicated. Who knows? Josh could be totally dedicated. Josh will be. Yeah, exactly. We are going to be. It's going to yep. be. Yep. And then all of a sudden it's, it's holy cow. We, uh, I could get two more projects. We have too much work. Yep. Once again. How, how do you hire slow when that happens? How do you find the right person? Yeah. Do you have a, do you have, yeah. And how do you hire slow? How do you hire slow? Find the right person when we have a labor shortage of, of people that we would consider qualified, and, and and there's a labor shortage in general too. I mean, we have architects, our letter buddies, other business owners, and they're yep. routinely asking us for yep. ref, for people to, to recommend. And we're like, we maybe you should recommend us. Yeah, <laughs> we got nothing. So I'm testing out a new hiring practice right now as we speak. Um, the first is interview. Had that yesterday. You weren't able to be here, but that's why you have two firm two heads yep. of, of this of this piece so regular interview everyone understand what's going on i got a resume from someone this candidate's a little bit unique he's coming from the engineering side um but he wants to design which is which is totally fine and we actually want to engineer uh interview went well and then i stole something from dave ramsey do you know dave ramsey dave ramsey I'm, yep i'm talking about yeah yeah the financial dude financial save dude, your money radio, yep podcast pay off your debt baby steps yep. all that so he says the same thing hire slow <laughs> And so they'll do like an interview and then they'll have them a phone interview. Then they'll have them come out and then meet part of the staff. And then they'll do like a, a work day. So we don't have that amount of time. Anyways, interview went well. So I said, uh, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? He said, nothing. I said, come in. Oh, you know, we can't pay you. This will be part of the interview process. In the morning, learn Revit. We'll set you up with a computer, you know, blah, blah, blah. He doesn't know it again coming from the engineer side. Then we'll go. We typically on Friday, we have lunches. So even if so get to meet the guys, get to meet the staff. And then today we just happened that we're going to go shoot guns with all of our guys. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of having a summer barbecue, barbecue Christmas party. Um, and I'm stealing it from Dave is okay. Not only will we be able to see, oh, can, this is can smart. you pick up? I think this is all by accident. I think Al is proving that he, we do a lot of stuff by accident and then we make it into a thing. <laughs> here, no, no, here. it's beautiful I, i'm not saying it's wrong it's like wow you just kind of hook line and synchroed me even just listening to you I, well, well <laughs> about this process I, I i've known about this but there hasn't been the opportunity well, i love to the social it. aspect of it because as right before we got into this app, this podcast i go to al i go like man i really like i really think uh this guy could fit in you know personality wise but we'll be able to see they're already joking and laughing yeah exactly and that's my first but like i think having that kind of test is so important especially if you've value firm culture like Alex and I do. And I mean, we really value it. Like it is, I, I, and the way we came about it was, was just getting a good feel for people and then, and then doing things like F9 Friday and, you know, and, and asking certain questions in interviews and stuff like that. But there wasn't like, I would caution anybody if they think I'm going to sit down and write, here's what I want my firm culture to be. You know, like I, I don't think it's, I don't think that's the way to do it. I think you're already probably doing it in like your regular routines, Right that yep. right that you that you have as as a person you already have hobbies and your 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 work your uh, employees already have their hobbies right so yep. like could they mesh together do you guys enjoy kind of the same general stuff right yep and and I don't think you contradict one thing that I am writing and they know about but we don't formally do it is the principles right the P nine F nine principles right and it's stuff respond quickly communicate you know over communicate be on time over you know that stuff. That's not culture. That's just process and like a standard that we're going to. Um, so I just wanted to differentiate that with with the audience members. You, you can, <laughs> our, one of our videos that we did that's on our website, we did outtakes. And at the end, we're like, we're fun. We're hot. Like you can't just 
write that down and then give it to a new boy. Look, we're fun. We have fun. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You got to experience, you gotta it, experience you know? it. Yep. You gotta, it just, it just, yeah. Like I said, it's something that happens. I think one easy one is, this is funny to me is like when I ask people who are, I think not the most interesting people. And I can just tell right away as I'm like, so, so what do you like to do? Well, I like music and I like food. Everybody likes music and like food. But what I'm getting at is like, well, that's maybe one thing where if instead of writing it down, you could try to do something like we do, like every Friday, every third Friday, every, once a month, you have a you have a lunch with your with your crew because everybody likes to eat. And then maybe because of that and the conversation you have outside of the firm, then you get you start to get hints of like what else could we do as a group? Yep. That would be fun. And that's why I like and I've ho- held the line only and there's only been some small resistance about when we do our parties, we do F9 parties. We don't do family parties. And we can we do an F. Yeah. We can do a family party. I'm okay with that. But I still want to hold F9 parties because, again, when you're talking about what do you like, what does your culture do, and then scheduling time to do it, once you introduce the families and then their wishes and demands, because it's going to morph then. Okay, make sure there's babysitters. Make sure the music isn't gangster rap. You know, all that stuff. Then... You're you're saying, oh, our culture involves people that aren't here twenty four seven. Yeah, yeah, they're not here. It doesn't, you know. Do yep. you get what I'm saying? I there? totally get what you're saying. Yeah. That said, I I, I want to try to I do want to try to do a you get to bring your spouse and we do like a weekend retreat. Um, at some at, at some point in the future, it would be fun. Like, oh yeah, yeah now we're all going up to you know, we uh, some place some awesome place up in the mountains. Yep. And we everybody we buy everybody rooms and we we have a, have a blast doing that sort of thing. Yeah. With the family, like like I think there's a possibility there. But Alex makes sure. a really good point. Like, know that the core of it it it, it involves your core people. That's an, it's an obvious thing, but yeah, and that might be a separate thing because in my head that'd be okay to do, fine to do. But I'm like. Uh, it, it's such a distraction because you're like, you're trying to you're trying to force the issue. I think you're trying to force the issue, and then everyone know, like when you do that. Okay, you're bringing your wife. Maybe you're not bringing your kids, but who knows if this is five years down the line? Then everyone else has kids, and and it's great. And then maybe some people can't come because they have kids. It, it's just and you know what we've done, know. we've done a couple yeah. like that already. So and they've been like comedy clubs. So yeah, so we've done a few of those and they've worked out okay. And then we've invited like we've even invited uh, uh, other architects and designers that we work with and team up with. No, I, th- those are pretty good. I like that idea. We football games, we do that too. Football games, we'll do that. Yeah, then that's a good one. Like uh, by the way, speaking of which, you know, see it, where we're we gonna go next weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so, <laughs> know what? Instead of spending tens of thousands of dollars on a muddled, yeah, what I like a retreat, right? On a retreat, I like that idea where we integrate these in. Especially the the comedy things, you know, bring your wife, bring your family, bring your kid. Well, don't. Well, because you know I, I mean, I like, think everybody's these, these little these little ones, and and then they're more often. Too. You, and and what you need is like what that. you probably need is, um, like an activity that everybody's focused on, right? Instead of like a non-activity. Like imagine imagine everybody just going up. Yeah, we're just going to go up to this resort and hang out. Well, there's no like, is there an activity? That you guys are going yeah. to, that you're focused on, right? So that everybody has the same expectations going into it, like a comedy club or a yep. football game or whatever. Yep. Even just a picnic, I could see that would uh, be okay. You know, like you're still focusing on something. Yeah, oh, exactly. There's one, there's one thing like, so, um, like what? Oh, I don't think you were here. We all played volleyball one time um, with the guys. But something like that, like, yeah, wives and kids could come, everyone running around. That's perfect. What the heck was I? 
doing something cool. I don't know. Doing something cool, probably. I think you're doing yeah. something cool. That's when we were going to shoot guns. Yeah. And you couldn't make it because everyone scheduled. We had to move it because another guy had a wedding. Another guy has a wedding tonight, but he can still. So it's, it's hard to do these with everyone involved. So I'm glad we can do this this time. But then I changed it because I was just going to say, we're shooting guns. I'm like, I can't shoot guns without Lance. I can't shoot guns without my buddy Lance. Pretty pumped. Pretty yeah. pumped. It's going to be fun. It's going to be super fun. Yeah. yeah. Total America today. That's what it's going to be in the afternoon. Yeah. And then you know what I'm doing after that, after this? So then I got to, we got to, I got to get home. And then uh, it's one of our son's birthdays and we're going to go do mini go-karts. Just complete America today. 100%. At top to bottom. I'm saluting Thank you. Right now. Thank me for my service. Yeah. I'm saluting you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you you do this transition. So, city council, <clears throat> I just want to give a, city council on development, and I, I know we keep talking about this, but um, it it's 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 like a large portion of what we're going through right now as developers for the first time. But I think it's also a really good narrative for anybody else who will also go into going back and forth. And we want to showcase like here's how you be a leader, and here's how I'm hoping you know like a year from now. We're done with the development, and some of these developers come back to us because we've proven to them that, like, these guys are principled, they're consistent leaders, they know what they're doing, and they're obviously professional. So I can, like, wow, I just trust these guys. I'm going to give these guys a shot, and I'm going to yeah. hire them to do their next development. Like, I'm hoping that's where it comes back to, just so, just so everybody knows. So Alex went up and spoke um, again. Brilliantly, it, brilliantly. Eloquently. It was great. It was great. Yeah, he looked, he looked good because he's been working out, doing his push-ups. He looked great. You can see his pectorals. Yeah. yeah. So he went up and spoke. um, And then prior to that, uh, we talked about on the last episode that we sent out an email to all 52 developers, and then we sent it to the city council. And we got two responses um, from city council, which which was great because now we've you know we've got them on record, and then and then we can show proof of concept to our all all of our you know the development community that like see they are listening to us, but obviously we need to be a you know a consolidated voice because even one thing that i put in the email over to the over city council was by the way there's 52 developers that are copied on this and you know it just it just shows okay yeah yeah okay this is this is the voice of the of the development community and then a couple of of, of them you know came back to us and had some modifications and stuff but then it also activated people to go out and speak and, and stand up as well uh, so we got one back from a city council member, and uh, and she basically she basically said like she was initially going wanted to apply this zo- zoning ordinance retroactively, and said, but after all of the meetings, um, I don't think it should be, and I will be voting no. And so, <clears throat> and then we got another one, um, just kind of generally asking where we we're at in the process. So then after after Alex spoke, we got all that stuff back, and we had some evidence. Um, by the way, the, my whole night and Alex is too on Tuesday from like 7 p.m. to midnight is, is watching these meetings. They're, they're long, but um, there's I called you at 1130. I know. I know. And the meeting was still going on. I just and I just my left. whole family, my whole family was sleeping. So like I'd be quiet and all this other stuff. But like but my wife gets it. She sympathizes. She totally empathizes and sympathizes with me. And like it's it's actually <laughs> kind of helped our like relationship get a little stronger because like she. She just relate. She can relate to all the you know my sentiments about stuff like this yeah. so much better because she's just like okay. she showed up to one or two she of the meetings. Up, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and and it's good for her to have a pulse on it too because she wants to eventually do what we're doing too as far development. She won't be out there swinging a hammer, but you know you know what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, she will be selling. <clears throat> so then we sent out another email, and what I basically said was um, I'm writing up. I'm writing to follow up to the email we sent to City Council on Monday. We received two responses from from the members of City Council leading up to last night's study section. 
This at least means they are aware of us and how many are opposed to a retroactive application. And I sent them the screenshots. And then um, for everybody who didn't watch, then I said, I, you can in, in YouTube, I don't know if you know this, but like you can point it to right when like Alex started speaking. It was like 37 minutes into it. So they could just click on that link. They could see evidence that Alex was there doing that. Then I backed it up and said, I will be speaking next time. I'll and, put that in the show notes since you already found it. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and you were copied on the email. So then, then, why it was important for us to not take the eye off the our eye off the ball, and that was like that was literally last episode. That was the title of it. Was there was an important date that came out, and so they motioned and said, "Okay, here's when this is going to be enacted." But our we so while that gave us pause, and Alex was excited about it, about like, okay, he he, I mean, he texts me during the meeting. He's like. This isn't going to apply to us. The project isn't dead. Huge victory, but I was not. I was upset because they still want to apply this sort of retroactively. Yes, and here's how. And this is the big thing that I learned is that city council. This is why you need to be engaged. They have so many issues, and each one of those ten issues has so many nuances, right? So just think one I need to look into. They're redoing the code. And the code is so big that I haven't even been engaged as much as I should. And what the 2018, I, 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 not that not one, that the one, city okay. code the, where oh, it's yeah. parking standards, setbacks, all this zoning, where stuff. another architect came up from Denver and he's like, your parking standards are ridiculous. I can't remember what it is, but I think it's like 2.25, which is ridiculous. It should be like 1.25 or 1.5, right? Yeah. They don't, how does city council know the ramifications of 2.25 to 1.75? They have no idea, even though it has huge ramifications. So, this is where this is where it's so frustrating is that one of the council members that got it asked, why are you applying this to projects at the end? Why don't you apply it to projects that are starting in the beginning? And then another city council member um, said, oh, they've already been notified. So that's why we can apply it to everyone going in. But when they asked the person that did the notifications for the affordable housing, they said at the pre-app meeting. So... There's a nuance there that's extremely important. And that's what we highlighted. And, and if you wanted to say anything backwards, like a backwards date, you could say those that were notified at their pre-app meeting. I totally understand that. That makes sense. But there's this disconnect with going backwards and then saying at at the plan, the final plan review stage. And then there's also this disconnect of people you know, at the city saying like, yeah, don't worry. Once we implement it, it's not like people will be building right away. Ooh. What? What do you think we're doing? We're getting building permits for fun? What? And I know, like, the moment we get our approval, ceremonially, we'll go put a shovel in the ground. But I suspect that a surveyor will be out there beforehand or immediately doing real stuff. So um, what I'm saying is that you need to be there to be uh, a resource for them. Because I've seen in city council meetings where they call up a random person from the audience who isn't random, who is actually a, a, a professional, and they're like, hey, what, what's going on here? Because they've established that they know what they're talking about and all that stuff, and some people in the city don't know what they talk about. And then to be more gracious, some people, they just have so many things, there's no way you can know. Just like me, my job is architect, all this stuff. I haven't even given all the feedback on the new code just because I got... Other stuff to do. Yeah. So what that what that leads us to is the guy the the person that oh go ahead. Al. Okay. So then can I talk about your email and then where 
I was so excited, but you were still on the warpath. So yes. I was thinking about I'm it. Still this the, I'm still on the warpath. Yeah. Yep. So I think there's a nuance and there's a fine line, but I like where you're going with it. Meaning I, when Lance is like, oh yeah, you know, you're still sending out emails. I'm like, why? Why? You know, one part of me. Why? Why not let it die and not let them reopen it? Like, right? Lan- like Lance, we should just we should just we should just be happy with our victory. We don't need to keep stirring the pot. Yep. Don't beat a dead horse and d- don't bring something up again because I I can't remember, but I swear we talked on this podcast where like, oh, an issue was done and then you brought it back up. It's like pointing something out to a city official. You know, like would you ever say like, <laughs> you. you, you you get what I'm saying. You you might reopen the can of worms. It's like it's like starting a fight with your wife again. What the hell? Exactly. It's dead. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But there's a longer term, bigger strategy, which is which is hey, the the developers, the city council, like all that other stuff. So there has to be a fine line, and I think it has to like you have to judge that line daily. You have to judge that line every meeting and say okay, like do I make my point? being okay that this isn't going to reopen the can of worms and can I do it so that I'm doing my my bigger grander goals I, do you know what I'm saying I know uh, yeah so yeah and, and I I agree I, once I thought about it I was like yes I agree with what Lance is doing and I think it's the right thing but there is that flip side of that line and so there yeah so the, t- taking into account how to formulate a good speech that it's almost you almost have to start thinking about okay am i going to give them a compliment sandwich am i going to go into it and say hey i would like to commend you guys on hearing our voices and moving moving the date for when this ordinance is applied uh, uh, when it is passed yeah. great job on that and then and then maybe the second part is you say however and then you lead into i can even though my project has been will now um still live on I cannot in good conscience, blah, 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 you know, have you guys see this still go. I, I still cannot in good conscience have you guys, like, I still think it is um, immoral, unethical, all of right. those things to to uh, not have it, to have, to have it potentially applied to projects that are still in the planning and zoning process. I think we're still missing that. And I would encourage you to X, Y, and Z. Thank you for your time. It's got to be something like that. Well, well, here, here's a question for you. So we've all, from your email, we've gotten replies back from that guy that I'm talking about that the city yeah. talks about. I, I've had separate emails from, from developers. Lance, think about this, though. So we're, we're already in this central position, right? I, I honestly think that um, no one's – don't do that unless we get feedback that people are asking for it. You, you get what I'm saying? Because I, I, I agree with you 100%. Because w- and if you oh, go well, how about open this? a can of worms and no one else is really asking for it, you're, you're, you're like swinging your sword for someone who's like... Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And, and you know what might be the tipping point is that... I don't even think I told Alex this, but we have a, we have a, meet, we have a phone call after work, after hours today with the gal who's kind I of... Do? You and I both do. And I will be calling you. What time? 5.15. Okay. So on the drive back from the, yeah. from the shooting range, we'll be... We'll be in a conference call, okay, with the lead one of the one of the other leaders in this group who has been working on and and really spearheading it. Um, you don't have to tell me. I don't have to it. tell you, but but uh, anyway, so I think that could dictate it because we'll, well, we should ask we should ask in that phone call, and and then if we're talking to any of these other developers, say what issues are you concerned about? That's where we help them now. Now we flip the script and say because they might be concerned about other issues. 
So then that's where then we use our coordination and our effort. I'm concerned about this. Okay, we'll help you out on that. There you go. Look at that's that. you have it. So yeah, so next week, you know, hopefully we'll give you another update there. Um, but all in all, it is it is good news. And I feel like we, we, we did the right thing. It's been... It's something I don't think we anticipated, like a challenge we anticipated that we were going to have to go through um, trying to do this for the first time. But, uh, man, just so many valuable lessons. Like, I just, even just like political, political posturing, like you're, like what you're talking about right now, you know, like how do you, how do you do it? I mean, you, you gotta, it, it, so that's why, you know, again, it's so important for you to be engaged even before you're engaged. Like, let's say you're thinking about doing this. Well, maybe you should start trying to routinely watch these meetings and see how other people go about it, who's effective, who's not. Go meet with everybody, meet them, you know, so they know who you are, yep. present a face yep. um, at the end of the day. And, and here, here's the big lesson is that if you're, if you're going to go talk about anything that's really important, try to get a group of people. So there was another issue on the ballot. It was about this big building. It was specific groups of um, sports group. So guess who showed up? They filled the audience and they talked. And did you see the, the little girl talk? It was adorable. So you probably didn't see. So she read. No, this, I did. But no, I'll, I'll tell you what you didn't oh. see. So she read this speech. I don't know, 12 years old, something like that. She from the back where they're not getting filmed. So we're in the audience. She was on her tippy toes the whole time. So it was like, oh, you can't even see over the thing on your tippy toes. Yeah, there was one meeting that was hysterical that Alex went to. It was this giant group of like skateboarders and BMXers and their yeah. little makeshift like uh, skate park that they made. And the city bulldozed. The city bulldozed. Like literally the mayor's sons were there speaking out against it. Because with, they helped build it. With that they helped build it. And the, I mean, it was like, it was one of the most entertaining things I've ever seen on like a closed circuit TV, you know, like a local channel and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, there's a point to, there, you know, there's, there is something to bringing a group of people it's more than just one. Like when Al went and talked about the open space, it was like, it was, it was that, that was like a great example of, oh, see how only two people came and spoke about open space, but like 30 people came. And that wasn't any fault of Al. It was just, okay, this is part of the lessons we're learning. Like, yeah, you got to get these, got to get a group of people together. Yeah. Got to, you know. And even if you are one person, let's say that's all you can get. It's not the worst because someone from open space contacted us about, we're having a meeting, we're starting a dialogue, yeah. all that other stuff. Um, so, Get out there. Have fun. Have fun doing it too, by the way. I, I, I like it. I, I think it's fun. I mean, it's, it is exhausting, but like, I don't know. Well, There's why something I, to all these lessons. I was okay going to the meeting because, you know, I literally opened up my computer and just started working yeah. and then listen. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, bring your Lance was texting me, saluting me from so his house. I was. Little baby Kai took a picture. It was great. Yeah. All right. I think with that, it's a... Uh, we got a time Nick for time best for little, friends. Little Nikki, do you have time for best friend? Because I do. We have a second best friend too. You know that, right? I know. Yeah, he's gonna interview us soon. Awesome! I'm excited. Can we meet at like a, a convention and they gladiator? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hello, best friends. I hope you all had a great week this week. A reading. Why do we shout? I see when we understand something. It's an amazing fact that we've all but forgotten these days. But our brains are hardwired to think in pictures. And when we harness the power of pictures in business, education, and everyday life, 
we unleash a huge untapped creative power to innovate, communicate, and problem solve. Visual thinking is the process of organizing and processing information by seeing it. Using pictures, cartoons, diagrams, colors, and maps. When information is presented visually, it takes a new life. Stories tell themselves. Connections form. Ideas meet and breed. It's a powerful tool for businesses. Because visual thinking makes the complex simple. Communicating data and big ideas quickly. The Creativity Code by Alexander Gore with Coloring by Lance Keiko. Lance, you are going to absolutely love what's coming next. I know you've been waiting for it. For at least two weeks. Alexa, play Jump Around. Explicit. Toodles. Keiko. <laughs> so that was a snippet of the uh, opening by for the book by Oliver. I can't say his last name. Uh, Protheo. Uh, he's a British guy. He, he um, so he he wrote the, the the intro for the book. And the reason I bring this up is because guess what's coming up. School's coming up. School's coming up next week. So this is this is the optional textbook, not textbook, just book for our school. And it just the timing worked out, and I thought that was a great intro to the power and skill that everyone, a, a lot of the architects have, and you know, junior architects, whoever's listening to this, the value of visual thinking and the clarity that you can provide, and that you're also you're offering a service that has value. Um, of course, pick up the book at every Amazon.com that you can go to. Uh, Your Creativity Code by Alex Gore. Yeah, with coloring, coloring by Lance Psycho. Keiko. 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 Sorry, my bad. Keiko. Um, so I, 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 it's funny because students will be reading this, will be talking about this, and I, and then I told Nick I'm running out of things for him to read, so he <laughs> he I put him in charge of it. Wow. So I, his first suggestion was Fifty Shades of Gray. Wow. I said, keep of it course, architecture. Of course, of course. Business yeah. related. Yeah. So we'll see what he comes up with next yeah. week. Yeah. It's going to be on him now. However, if we ever do an uh, Inside the Firm After Hours, that's 50 The majority of it will be reading 50 Shades of Grey. 50 Shades of Grey. Absolutely. With commentary. Yeah. 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 Makes sense to me. Rock and roll. Yeah. Thanks, Nick, as usual. Appreciate yep. you, bestie. Nick, Nick, how do you say it? Uh, Reynard. Reynard. Yeah. <laughs> it's of <right>. Doug Architecture. <laughs> Look it up. Okay, let's bring in the guys for A.R.E. Jeopardy. Okay, so the first two questions are check three that apply. So what that means is that when you're, I'll say A, B, C, D, E, F, write down little notes for yourself so that you can know what those are so that you can circle you know, A, D, and Q, right? Whatever the answer will be. Okay, so question one. Which of the following types of insurance policies help protect an architecture firm 
Check three that apply. A, builder's risk insurance. B, commercial general liability insurance. C, health insurance. D, life insurance. E, professional liability insurance. F, workers' comp compensation insurance. So, it's for what... Which of the following types of insurance policies help protect an architecture firm? A, builder's risk. B, commercial general liability. C, health insurance. D, life insurance. E, professional liability insurance. F, workers' comp insurance. So check three. Check three, circle three. Write down three. Make it obvious. No redos. That's it. Whatever, whatever answer you get you get this is what uh, wow yeah uh, literally how much better are my questions now gentlemen my question my question boys yeah <laughs> i i disagree with with these because i think this should be worth three points right instead of one point but this is you will get questions like this okay we got b c e b e f b e f b e f so it is uh, commercial general liability, professional liability, and workers' comp, right? So help protect the, the architecture firm. Health insurance doesn't. Life insurance doesn't. And builders' uh, risk, that's for builders, not architecture firm, right? Okay. Nice. Okay, second question. Same deal. Check three that apply. A small architecture firm that specializes in education and recreational facilities is developing a new quality uh, control policy. Which of the following should the policy require to manage the quality of a project documentation? Right? So, new quality control policy, what should we do? A, all construction details come from the firm's library of standards details. B, a project team meeting at the completion of each phase. C, completion of a leads checklist d in-house third-party document review e completion of a delivery checklist for each phase f use of the design bid build delivery method use of the design bid build delivery method okay so your firm Specializes in educational and recreational facilities. It's developing a new quality control policy. Which three of those uh, would you implement? Okay. Construction details come from the firm's library of standard details. A. That was A. B. Project team's meeting at the completion of each phase. C. Completion of a leads checklist. D. In-house third-party document review. E. Completion of a deliverable checklist for each phase f use of design bid build delivery method wow america welcome to america everyone circle the ones that you want this is kind of a way to do a tiebreaker if you don't get it if you get the most right three only three not four not five maybe cross out ones that suck there's one that has nothing to do with Project quality control. 
Probably. You're getting tricky, Al. You're getting. You're getting. I'm telling. You, I'm. I'm trying to help them. Wow. These are real sample questions. Sample. 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 All right. We got one done. We got two done. We're waiting on three done. Okay. So um, we have A D E A D E A D E. You are all wrong. Only on wow. one point. A is wrong. All construction details come from the firm's library of standard details. What if you don't have one? So what instead of A, B, B, project team meeting at the completion of each phase. So wow, this did think, require notes. Holy cow. Think, think about two of you are doing, three of you are doing big projects. So, right, we're going to have project meeting. We have them every other week, right? Um, a, a in-house third-party document review for our big project, that's going to be me, right? Because I'm going to be the... Um, guy that would have done that before right um and then completion of a deliverable checklist for each phase we've kind of talked about doing that we haven't done it it's probably a great thing to do you know we're behind the eight ball lance keiko lance keiko number three so what do we got what's the tally so far just one oh sh- yeah one. just one just one all right number three no he has one 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 all right one one zero Sorry. (laughs) Uh, All you terrestrial listeners, there are no visual listeners. That would have been hilarious if there was a visual one. Okay. Number three. The owner of a three-story townhome that you designed is complaining to the developer that their heating system is inadequately designed because there isn't any heat getting to the third floor and threatening litigation against the developer. The developer calls you and the mechanical engineer and demands a solution. What is the best recommendation you can give? A, recommend that the MEP redesign the entire system and that the developer pay for the modification costs. B, ignore the problem and hope it goes away. Yes. (laughs) C, recommend that the developer have the owner adjust each supply register such that the first floor registers are open 25% only, the second floor to 50%, and the third 100%. D, Recommend that the developer ignore the owner. Do you need any of those repeated? Okay. Uh, Maybe the whole thing? Okay, the whole thing. Okay. Number three. The owner of a three-story townhome that you designed is complaining to the developer that their heating system is inadequately designed because there isn't any heat getting to the third floor and threatening litigation against the developer. The developer calls you and the mechanical engineer demands a solution. What is the best recommendation you can give? A, the rec- recommend that the MEP, mechanical engineer, redesign the entire system and that the developer pay the modification costs. B, ignore the problem and hope it goes away. C, recommend that the developer have the owner adjust each supply register such that the first floor registers are open 25%, the second 50%, and the third 100%. D, recommend that the developer ignore the owner. What is the answer, gentlemen? We are lengthy today, aren't we? Yeah, we are. All right, what do we got? C. C. B. The answer is C. This actually happened to us. (laughs) (laughs) And that solved the problem. Um, Because, so, that's a good question. Well, I'll tell you why. Because 
we were doing a similar project and that solution was told to us. So then we just repeated it and it worked out because people don't think about that. Isn't that what happened? That is literally what happened. And who told it to us was the MEP. Is they said you guys should, uh, we've they they go you know we've had this happen before in other townhomes. Here's what you do, and then it went it did it solved the problem. Like believe it or not, it solved the problem. So then when I built my house, same shit. Same, sorry, same same stuff. Like I had to my wife. There's this whole shakeout period of like, is the system really working the way you wanted it to? We even had to move a thermostat. That's another thing. That's another solution yeah. I would add on top of that is you could suggest. Have you guys considered moving the thermostat to, let's say, the, the problem coo- area? The problem area, right? And that was our issue at, at our house was it was too cold in our room, so and it was too hot out in the hallway. So we moved the thermostat in our room, and then that kind of, you know, dictated where how everything else worked in the zones. Yeah. So easy solutions, never, you know, redesign everything and do it. That's just. Uh, crazy out of control and at the end of the day it would fall on the mep anyway it's their stamp and let's say so it was a small problem if it was so huge that like there wasn't a duct going to that level and you know then you could see redesigning it and and all that but okay four number four what do we got we got we got one person up one person up okay number four this could be it what is a hollow rod with a perforated intake which is driven into the ground and connected to a header from which water is pumped out of an excavation known as A, water rod, B, roddy boy, C, well point, D, water head rod. One more time. Answers. I'll do that. Let me do the question. Question, Because the question is tricky too. What is a hollow rod with a perforated intake, which is driven into the ground and connected to a header from which water is pumped out of an excavation known as A, water rod, B, roddy boy, C, well point, D, water head rod. I bet nobody's going to guess. I'm going to guess on it because I don't know. Okay. Okay. What do we got? What do we got? D, C, C. I say A. The correct answer is C. Oh, look at that. I don't get any points. I wasn't watching who. You? All right. We have a winner. We have a winner. We have a winner. No tiebreaker necessary. All right. Know what, guys? Nobody gets to pick because we're just... That's it. We're going to get However, I would say this. The winner, there's two kinds of brats that we got today. One is cheddar brats. No, no, just regular brats. You get to dictate what everyone else And the other... So there's five of each, right? The other one is uh, is uh, cheesy bacon, jalapeno. Ridiculous. Yeah. So there you go. Pick your brat. Okay. So um, we'll probably be leaving after this soon after. So guys, I don't know. Wrap up what you're doing. Wrap it up. All right. So. Okay. That's it. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Again, uh, check out our other friends on the podcast, which is Entree Architect Podcast. And Arky Speak, um, check out Eric Reinholtz, uh, 30 by 40 Design Workshop on YouTube. Am I missing anybody's out? Check us out. Arky Speak? I said Arky Speak. You got to speak. I'm not even paying attention. Look at me. Okay. What a terrible business partner. Uh, the only thing I'd have to say is check out Al Gore with his speech to city council, which will be in the show notes on InsideThePermPodcast.com, correct? That's it. All right. See you next week.